Visa knows that local businesses are the heartbeat of our communities. Whether they're our corner stores, our coffee spots, or our favorite shops, local businesses have always been there for us. They remember our orders, they call us by name, always giving back, making a difference, and going the extra mile to support us and our community. And right now, more than ever, local businesses need our support. So now it's time for us to return the favor. The next time you go shopping, make the choice to shop at local businesses and look for the contactless symbol and tap when you pay with a contactless visa to help support your community. Because where and how you shop matters. Visa, everywhere you want to be. Official partner of the NFL. For the Athletic Podcast Network, this is The Update. I'm Adam Copeland. On today's show, we'll talk to former 49er defensive back Dante Whitner about what the 49ers are looking for, really at the defensive back position this week against the New York Jets. Also get his thoughts on what's going on with Richard Sherman, and one of his old teammates is still playing in the league. That's right, the ageless wonder Frank Gore will be toting the rock, should be the starting running back this weekend for the New York Jets. All stuff we can talk about with our man Dante Whitner. It's Friday, September 18th. It's a pleasure now to welcome in former San Francisco 49er Dante Whitner. Dante, we haven't seen each other, not really haven't even talked, I don't think, since since last year we did some pregame before the NFC Championship. That went pretty well, but it's a different-looking 49ers team, man. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yes, it is a different 49er-looking team, but they have majority of their starters back. All they have to do is fix the mindset, and they'll be okay. A hiccup in the first game really won't hurt. Now you can't let that one win turn into two, and two turn into three. You have to fix those things that need to be corrected and get on and get back to your winning way. Just a couple of thoughts on on week one, because we're looking now towards week two, towards the New York Jets. But your thoughts from the defensive standpoint on Kyler Murray, because it looked to me like the 49ers hardly blitzed him at all when they did finally blitz him in the second half. He broke free. He found a seam. And that's the risk with a guy like that. But it seems to me, while he's maybe not the most polished quarterback yet, he's certainly a creator and a guy who can mess with you if you don't finish plays. Well, he can definitely make all the throws, but he acts that extra effect with his legs. And that's anybody in the National Football League. All the quarterbacks, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Russell Wilson, right? These guys have that added effect that they can escape the pocket and hurt you. And Michael Vick started that trend long time ago. So what you have to do as a defense, you have to rush these guys differently. You can't be an individual when you're in the front four. When you're adding in on a blitz as a nickelback or a safety or a linebacker, If you bring six, three evenly to the left, three evenly to the right, and you have to keep it that way. You cannot go rogue and try to beat your man. You have to make these guys beat you from the pocket, cuff them in there, and you have to keep that mindset for the entire football game because they can't hurt you. The teams that figure that out will be able to immobilize these quarterbacks. Until then, they're going to continue to run wild on the National Football League. Yeah, defenses nowadays really take advantage of guys who are statues. Like, I don't get the impression that Jimmy Garoppolo is a statue, but I think I'd like to see him move a little bit more. And I don't know what the problem was last week. Maybe it was not having his starting center. I know Grasso was in there. It seemed like they got a lot of interior pressure from the Arizona Cardinals, and a couple of times he ducked and nobody was really around him. What do you think about Jimmy and his mobility? Does he need to look around a little bit more? Does he need to find lanes to run or at least to open himself up? Because I'm not looking for big 20-yard runs, but you know Jeff Garcia real well. He was almost better outside of the pocket. I wonder if Jimmy is a guy who needs to, to pay a little bit more attention to the footwork moving out of the pocket when he gets pressured. What do you think? Well, I know exactly why he wasn't comfortable. His right guard didn't have his best game in the run and the pass. He didn't play well. 
He allowed a lot of interior pressure right in Jimmy's lap early in the football game, and then he kind of saw ghosts a little bit. He calmed down earlier and like midway through the second quarter. They need to get that running game going. That running game, that passing game is all predicated on the running game, misdirection, RPOs, play action, getting the undisciplined defenders, eyes in the wrong places and having guys running wide open. If the right guard plays better and he allows those big 10, 15, 20-yard run plays down the football field to happen, then I don't think you have any problem with Jimmy Garoppolo moving forward. I fully believe in Jimmy Garoppolo. I do too. He got a lot of heat last week, but I think, you know, there were a lot of factors in that game and, and some of it was on the defense in the second half. So I'm looking towards this week and doesn't look like the defense is in any better condition. Now losing Richard Sherman, they're on to, uh, you know, uh, Keller Witherspoon may be out now too with the, uh, the concussion protocol. They're going to figure out what his situation is. They activate Dante Johnson, bring him up from the practice squad. What can you tell us about the Niners secondary and what you saw from week one, looking towards week two for a team that may not have Jamison Crowder. Now he's injured with a hamstring. Denzel Mitchell. Mims out, uh, Le'Veon Bell not going to play. That's maybe the, the saving grace here for the 49ers. Absolutely. They have some injuries. Everybody's going to deal with injuries throughout the football season, but the way you combat that is with depth, with guys staying ready, with guys staying in the playbook and treating practice as if they're going to play because you're only one play away from playing, and that's each and every guy on the football field, and it'll show. So those guys should be ready. With that system that they've been in, most of these guys have been in the system for three, four years. They're eager to get their opportunity. Uh, I think that they'll be okay. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. This is The Athletic's Shiel Kapadia here to tell you about Liquid IV. Nobody likes to feel dehydrated. Maybe you get a little bit of a headache, dry mouth. You just don't feel like yourself. But believe it or not, dehydration still occurs daily in three out of four people. With Liquid IV, you have the fastest, most efficient way to stay hydrated. Each serving helps you get as much hydration as two to three bottles of water. Maybe you use it after a really intense workout. Maybe you went out socially distanced with friends and had a couple extra beers the night before. That's where Liquid IV comes in. It is healthier than those sugary sports drinks, no artificial flavors or preservatives, and less sugar than an apple. Plus, it contains five essential vitamins, more vitamin C than an orange, and as much potassium as a banana. And Liquid IV is on a mission to change the world. Liquid IV is donating 3.7 million servings in response to COVID-19. Products are being donated to hospitals, first responders, food banks, veterans, and active military. Liquid IV is available nationwide at Costco and Target, or you can get 25% off when you go to liquidiv.com and use code ATHLETIC at checkout. That's 25% off anything you order when you use promo code ATHLETIC at liquidiv.com. Get better hydration today at liquidiv.com, promo code ATHLETIC. Finding clothes that fit you can be incredibly challenging, difficult, annoying, obnoxious. I sit here, I try to order clothes online sometimes, and they come and they're not in the right sizes. You go out, you find a shirt, and it fits okay, but the sleeves aren't the right length. Maybe the pants don't cuff the way you want. Indochino suits are great for weddings and work, and they even offer casual options like shirts, coats, and chinos. You know, finding clothes that fit you can be incredibly challenging. How about when you get invited to a wedding and you got a match with your significant other and you just can't find the right shirt, pants, and shoes to go together? With Indochino, you get custom-fitted suits, coats, and casual wear at surprisingly affordable prices. 
Customize everything you want, from the fabric to the lining to the lapel shape and monogram. And since your order is made to your exact measurements, it always fits you perfectly. So if you're getting married, Indochino is a no-brainer for you and your groomsmen. Forget the rack suits and don't fit differently with the different body types. Indochino gets everyone the tailored fit. Order with ease and get it shipped fast, no matter where you live. And with all the ways to customize, you can add a personal touch everyone is going to be proud of and proud to wear without emptying their pockets. The best part? Indochino suits start at just $299 with all customizations included. Visit one of the Indochino storerooms across North America or book a virtual appointment and shop online at Indochino.com. And right now, you'll get $30 off any purchase of $399 or more when you enter the code UPDATE at checkout. That's Indochino.com, promo code UPDATE. I know you're a film guy. I know you watch a lot of tape. I always see you posting about it. I wonder, I wonder what you think about Sam Darnold. If he's a guy who, it always hurts a guy, I feel like, when he's got a couple of different head coaches. We saw that a lot with Alex Smith and different offensive coordinators. And then finally, when you get some stability, you start to figure stuff out. And I wonder about him in this Adam Gase system. It seemed like maybe Gase was the guy to, to finally coach up a young quarterback. He didn't really have one in Ryan Tannehill in Miami. Just wonder your thoughts on Sam Darnold this week. Well, I can't really give you a full assessment because I know that he has all the tools. I know that he can move around with his legs. But he doesn't get the job done on Sunday. And he doesn't have top-flight talent. Like He doesn't have a Julio Jones or a Odell Beckham Jr., one of these top-flight wide receivers. He has a bunch of guys who pretty much are journeymen in the National Football League. So he has to do extra, and he has to fit balls into tight areas that other quarterbacks don't really have to worry about. So until you can get him those weapons that he needs, until you can actually run the football, I can't give you a full assessment. But I do know this. They don't care about that National Football League. If you don't win, you are out of there. Your head coach is out of there as well, especially when you pick a quarterback in the first round high. So they better figure it out or everybody's going to be gone. I think people forget he, he might have been the – I can't remember if he was the youngest player or the youngest quarterback in the league the year he was drafted, but he was really, really young at 21 when he came into the NFL. Um, some more thoughts on the wide receiver position for the 49ers. We were talking about the weapons for the Jets. They bring in Muhammad Sanu. Now, this guy didn't get worked out, but he knows the Kyle Shanahan system. He's not going to have the the natural chemistry necessarily that you would get from practicing throughout a week or a couple of weeks or a training camp with Jimmy G. From a defensive standpoint, when a cornerback or a DB knows that this is the guy's – First game, he's out there. You maybe don't know all the moves, or the quarterback may not have all of his instincts down or his body language down. How do you play that as a defensive back or as a safety, knowing that there's a wide receiver out there who's probably their number one target outside of George Kittle for this weekend, but isn't necessarily on the same page with his quarterback? Well, you never want to assume as a defensive back. It's your job to react, not to assume and not to guess. So as a defensive back, you really don't know what they'll do. You really don't know how much he knows, how much he was able to retain from those early years with Kyle Shanahan. So you really don't want to guess. You have to treat him as any other player out there. You play your rules. You play the formation. You play the area on the football field. You play the call. You play the down and distance. But you never assume and you never guess because if you do that, that'll get you beat. What do you think from your perspective from week one is the biggest element that has to change here for week two? I think it's defensive third down and offensive third down. They were two for 11 on offense. And I think they were close, like 60 something percent on defense. Those are two stats that you have to fix to be able to even compete in the national football league. And I'm so high on this football team still, because first off, they had basically two turnovers with the fourth down stops. They had a block punt. They had two for 11 on third down, 60 plus percent on third down on defense. And you still 
with all that said, you still had an opportunity to win the football game in the fourth quarter with the double move on Patrick Peterson if Garoppolo just lays it out there a little longer. So that tells me that this is a great football team. When everything against you, when everything goes bad for you on a day and you still have an opportunity to win the game in the end, that shows that you're a great team. It doesn't mean that you want to live like that each and every weekend. You want to clean up those mistakes so that you're able to, you know, maybe be sitting on the sideline drinking Gatorade at that point. But you have to fix these things if you want to get back to the Super Bowl. It's a good point. They did not play their best game, and they still had a, had a real opportunity to win. And at one point in the first half, maybe even before the block punt, kind of felt like maybe they'd run away it with it. It was going to be a right? blowout. And yeah, it kind of felt that way. Don't want to let you go without a thought on Frank Gore, man. Your former teammate, I hate to bring up you know, the Super Bowl against Baltimore and in New Orleans. I think everybody knows the moment where you felt like Frank probably should have got the ball again at the goal line. But just a couple of thoughts on the future Hall of Famer, uh, one of the all-time greats. I, heard, I saw a comment from him yesterday, uh, Dante, kind of cracked me up. They asked him about playing the Niners, and he was you know normal Frank and said I just want to win the ball game I want us to play well and he said I don't care if we're playing the Niners or, or Seattle I just want to win I thought it was kind of funny he brought up Seattle I was like man no nobody even mentioned the Seahawks Frank still got 49 of red and gold pumping through his veins man I love Frank man Frank's that guy that puts so much time in that people don't really understand like he's the last guy in the building always looking to get better and understand you know, what his job is, what his role is. And he took pride in protecting his quarterback. There would be times when they would show us highlights, not of him running the football at big points in the game, but of him blocking defenders, defense alignment, and putting his nose in there and protecting the quarterback. And you knew what he was going to do on game day. He was going to make something out of nothing. There's some holes out there that Frank used to hit that just weren't there, right? And he would just slither through and, hey, Frank Gore, first ballot Hall of Famer, but even a first ballot person in real life. Like he's the most genuine down to earth person that you'll ever meet, right? With that type of fame and that type of success. So um, hopefully he can play a couple more years, break the all time rushing record, but I'm sure that he'll have great things lined up for him outside of football when he's done. He'll come back to San Francisco and he'll, uh, he'll be part of the organization, I think, forever. Have you gotten a chance to see his kid? His kid is, he looks just like him. He's like 5'7, five, 5'8. Five, He's a little stocky kind of bowling ball running back. Yeah, I've seen him. And I know that, uh, you know, he really looks up to his dad and he really tries to emulate his dad. And that's what happens when you give somebody structure and you give them a vision. And uh, hopefully he has the opportunity to play in National Football League one day as well. Dante, you're the best, man. Maybe he'll be playing next to Frank Gore. Frank may hang around long enough to see his kid in the league. Huh? So, appreciate-, yes, <laughs> appreciate the time today, man. We'll catch you down the road. All right. Thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I'm pretty confident if Dante had stayed in the league, like if somebody had picked him up, he'd still be playing in the NFL today. That 49er defense from that that Ravens Super Bowl, the one that got away, is uh, is certainly one that will be remembered. Dante, one of the anchors of that secondary. And hell, 49ers could use him this weekend if he's ready to suit up, man. So we appreciate Dante's time today. Thank you to Dante. Thank you to Brian, our producer. Thank you to you, the listener. It's been fun getting to talk some football like right ahead of uh, games that are coming up on Sunday. And on Monday, we're going to talk to Ted to win our Raiders analyst kind of our our film guy about uh, what the Raiders are looking for on Monday night football against the New Orleans Saints and Drew Brees so if you're enjoying the podcast and you want to hear more like this please rate review and subscribe wherever it is that you're listening to us pass it on tell your friends let them know all the good work we're doing here at The Athletic 
Don't miss exclusive in-depth coverage of this unprecedented sports season. Subscribe now and save. Sign up now to see for yourself the creativity, reporting, and storytelling that sets The Athletic apart. And if you go to theathletic.com slash the update, you can receive an all-access subscription for just $1 a month. Sports are back and you won't want to miss breaking stories on your favorite teams. So go to theathletic.com slash update to receive an all-access subscription for just $1 a month. We hope to see you there. Enjoy the weekend. Go 49ers. We'll talk a little Raiders with you guys on Monday.